Coming up next on the Jeff Curley Show, you're going to meet a podcast evangelist who also happens to host one of the most popular podcasts in the great state of Texas. His journey just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Curley, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is The Jeff Crilly Show. Well, I remember when my daughter came to me four years ago thinking about a podcast division for, for this company. I laughed at her. I said, who listens to podcasts? She says, my generation does, Dad. Trust me. And thank God I trusted her because now it really takes up most of our time here at our uh, Real News Communications Network. Someone who is equally as passionate about podcasting is David Ezel. He's a brand expert. He's a popular podcaster. Thanks for coming on the show. You got it, my friend. How yeah. are you? Isn't this cool? This is fantastic. Yeah. And, Fantastic. And, and David was here two years ago, but we've kind of reinvented ourselves yes. from the last time. But I want to hear your journey. When did you get into podcasting? So I, long story short, I got into podcasting probably four years ago or so. Um, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. And I wanted to build a show all around entrepreneurship because when I started my business, you can, you can look to the people who you see that have really made it. So let's take Mark Cuban, people like that, for instance, you know, you look to them for the wisdom. Okay. I'm, I have this roadblock. What do I need to do to get past it? How do I get my mind right? What do I need to do for the first step, second step? But a lot of times those types of things that they talk about in that realm are a little bit far away for the everyday entrepreneur who's just trying to figure out how to get some income in so I can pay my bills so that I can keep my business going. Yes. And so I wanted to start a podcast and I did, and it's called how to ride a roller coaster because anybody that's ever started their own business knows that it's the ups, it's the downs, it's everything in between. There is no level ground. So what does that look like? And so this really talks about real life situations that you can take that's consumable, that you can put into action tomorrow from other people who aren't, don't feel so far away. They still feel like they're right here. They're growing it too, but you can listen to it on your commute to work every day while you're at the gym to say, this is how I grew my audience from 10 people to 20 people. And you can put that into, into practice right now. Wow. You're a very talented podcaster. We're going to pull up your YouTube channel so that people can see. I mean, look at that. Even the professionalism of the, of the graphics. Awesome. Uh, and you teach other people how to do podcasting now, too. I do, because I've had people reach out to me that say, well, I want to do it, but I'm not a tech person. I don't know what headphones to use. I don't know what platform to use. Do I need a lot of fancy equipment? And so this really goes kind of A to Z, walks people through, you don't have to break the bank when you're getting started for, you know, for, to have some really good sounding audio quality, to have something that can really help get you started and going. Yeah. And you and I have uh, a few mutual friends. Uh, we've got a clip. I'm going to go ahead and roll it now. And I found out that the anxiety and the stress was from the financial, okay, because they have a financial runway. 
they got to get back to work and every month they're out of work it's doing shrinking this and shrinking yeah right so that's their financial runway so that's what's causing the stress and anxiety right but most people don't want to admit that so what do they do they put their head in sand they try to like pretend it's not happening which is actually making making it worse yeah. okay it's kind of like if you you know like you've got a crack uh in the foundation of your house you know it's there it's right? still there it's still there yeah, and you're like there. i don't i don't want to i don't want to do anything about well it's just getting worse <laughs> man you know what i mean yeah it's like ignoring the dentist. The longer you wait, the worse oh. it gets, man. The worse yeah. it gets. Well, you're such a natural host. I want to talk about <laughs> your style because, you know, I came up through the television news school sure. and there's a certain way that TV people talk and every sentence has to end like this. <laughs> but, but, but you have this really natural, charming style about you. Did you uh, go into podcasting knowing, you know, what it would look and feel like or did you develop a style over time? It's a great question. Um, so I wanted to just kind of have a style and a feel that I felt was natural to me, but also something that I could grow into. So I always kind of envision it to where I know how I look and sound right now, but also it's kind of this other persona of how I want to look and sound. If I could just wave a magic wand, you have the big studio, you have all of that type of thing. How would I want that look and feel to feel and to sound like to my listeners? So I try to embody that with each episode that I do. Still a long way to get there, but it's one of those things that I just kind of keep in the back of my mind. It's just, this is what I want to look like and sound like and feel like, and I want to bring the energy. So each time I do it, I just kind of try to pull that little tool out of the tool belt and just keep it kind of back in mind. Well, and you have, uh, we, in TV news, we used to call it the voice of God. You do have that, that <laughs> imagine in a world. Uh, let's talk about Founders Live Dallas. Yes, sir. Okay, so we're going to put up a, a, a page off of your website and scroll down it. Talk about Founders Live Dallas. Absolutely. And so when I, this and the podcast kind of went hand in hand. When I started the podcast, I also started as the host of Founders Live Dallas. Kind of ties back to the entrepreneurship thing. Because Founders Live, think of it kind of like Shark Tank in a way. Each week, we have five different founders all here locally to Dallas-Fort Worth, and they get 99 seconds to pitch their business, four minutes of crowd Q&A. 99 seconds, four minutes. So from the viewer standpoint, who's in the audience, it's fantastic. Because in 25 minutes, you've heard from five completely different founders in five different industries. And what that really does for the founder is it forces you to get really, really clear on what you do, what the problem is, and why someone should care. Because a lot of times, if we're given 99 seconds, we try to throw in everything in the kitchen sink and get all of it out when you really just need to start with, here's the problem, Sure. here's why I care, and here's why you should care. And so do, do deals uh, get born at your events? They definitely can. We have angel investors, we'll have VCs, all of that type of thing. And it's great just for community and network building because DFW is one of these kind of off the wall places where people don't shut you out of the network. I've yeah. been to other places where it does kind of feel like that. It's hard to kind of crack in and get access to a network, but Dallas is not like that. And you know, that's Fort Worth, that's Grapevine, it's downtown, it's up here. It's people are so willing to say, I don't think you know this person, we're gonna connect on LinkedIn and I'm gonna make sure you know them before you leave today. And it's fantastic, it's just 
a breath of fresh air. I think you're so smart to tap into the entrepreneur scene in Dallas-Fort Worth. I'm a member of EO Dallas, Absolutely. and there's YPO and Vistage, and there's a lot of um, great support systems for entrepreneurs. Uh, let's give advice to the entrepreneur who's just starting out. Uh, I always say you got to circulate to percolate. It's, re <laughs> it's really hard to just sit behind a laptop and try to launch a business. Uh, what advice do you give to uh, starting out entrepreneurs? Absolutely, and I think that that's a great way to do it. And COVID, I think, has kind of hindered that a bit because that's kind of become our norm now. We're used to just saying, let's jump on a Zoom call or something. But people do business with people they know, like, and trust. So Dallas has lots and lots. Founders Live isn't the only one. There are a lot of opportunities to get out and network and shake hands. And like I said, if you're here, just ask. People are more than willing to invite you into that because you know, we see all the time people want to go to Silicon Valley or New York. That's where they think they have to go in order to get funding or anything like that. But there's so much happening here in Austin. Texas is just as big on that map as any place, any place around. Okay, we've got about a minute left. Final thoughts. What would you like to leave people with? Well, if nobody's been to your studio before, I would highly recommend oh, coming in and taking you. a tour. It is fantastic. State of the art. Um, and like I said, and like you mentioned, entrepreneurship is the lifeblood. I mean, and it's so unbelievably amazing here in DFW. There's so much of it. You don't have to go anywhere. You can stay right here and have anything you want. Outstanding. That's a great way to end the show. We'll also end with the website, which is real David. Uh, Ezel.com. Yes, sir. Awesome. Thanks for coming on the show. You got it, my friend. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.